Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey with my past self, a woman who was leaving, struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so that you can let go and make yourself a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And if you are new, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you stopped by to check it out. And I usually read my journal entry and blab to myself talking about what I wish I knew then when I was in the thick of the struggle and what I what I know now. But today you were in for a super special treat because I have Kathy with us. She is amazing. And <laughs> Kathy and I met at a restaurant promotion dinner through a networking group. And um, dinner was a blast because Kathy is a trip. And um, she and I are very similar in that we both have sailor mouths, which I really try to, you know, tune in down for the (laughs) podcast. Um, But I was like, immediately, I was like, yes, she's my gal because she likes to keep it real. I like to keep it real. And um, in the dinner, what I didn't know is that Kathy is a busy lady. She has many accomplishments under her belt. Um, But she is a mom, just like most of us women listening to this podcast, So Kathy, fill it in and tell us all about yourself. Fill it in. First off, where we meet, where we met, there was food. The pizza was fabulous. It was like, I think I ate a whole pie by myself. Yes. What was it called? V. It started with a V, right? Yes. Via Matt. Like I remember the pizza, not the name. Kim. Yes. Same. But it was um, not far from King of Prussia. Not far from it. It was fabulous. So how to begin? Ask the question again. I'm thinking about food. (laughs) Same because um, it is 645 in the evening and it's definitely dinner time. Okay. So tell us about yourself. So you're a mom. So tell us about your motherhood journey, but you're also an entrepreneur. So you've got lots of things that you have accomplished. All right. I am a mom to two boys. Casey is not even boys now, they're men. Casey is 30 and Christian is 27. Um, My journey to motherhood was not easy, Kim. Mm -hmm. It was a rough road. My first son, Casey, is special needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Back then, they really didn't place him in the autism spectrum. They said he was Asperger's, but he has a low IQ. Mm. So they kind of just said, you know, he doesn't really fit in each box, so... He um, was in special education his whole um, life. He graduated high school at 21. Um, He had a lot of feeding issues when he was little. So we lived in Philadelphia Children's Hospital like 20 times, I think. Wow. At a time, three weeks at a time home. He had a feeding tube for 10 years. He had a feeding tube. Really? Yes. Because he didn't know, you know, the motor skills he couldn't eat. So. Um, and then my younger one came eight weeks early. Really? <laughs> yes. So he was, Casey was living in the hospital in Philadelphia. Christian, I gave birth. Um, I drove from Philadelphia Children's Hospital having contractions came by myself. No. Because I did not want my husband to miss it. Um, I said, I'm driving to St. Peter's in New Brunswick. My husband met me there whatever. They're like, oh no, you're not going to have the baby. You're eight weeks early. Sure enough, he came eight weeks early. He just um, couldn't wait to get he into could not wait. You know what it was, Kim? I think the kid knew he had a job to do. Yes. Yeah. He was going to take care of his older brother. 
Yeah. Never a baby. You say that because my mom used to say it all the time. He knew he had to get here and get here fast. Yeah. He was like, my mom needs help. My dad needs help. So here I am. (laughs) Here I am. So he lived in St. Peter's for three weeks and Casey was in Philadelphia for three weeks. So after I gave birth, I would drive back and forth back and forth, back and forth. This went on three weeks. Oh my God. You must've been exhausted. Exhausted, Kim. And I was the first one out of my group of friends that had, had children. So like did I, your friends think, holy hell, I'm never having babies? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they all ended up having kids, multiple yeah. kids. They're good. But I think I just kept laughing, Kim. That's what got me through it. Yeah, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this, you know, define my journey. It was rough. It was hard. It was, I was not good at it. <laughs> I'm sure you were better at it than you thought in that moment. Cause I don't know about you, but I have those moments still as a mom and my girls are Casey just turned 10. Lily is thir- almost 13. And there are days where I still think like, oh shit, I'm really not good at those <laughs> things. I'm like, okay, how much more money do I have for therapy sessions for the family? But yes, crystals, you can't see it, but I have a shelf of like um, hundreds of crystals. So I'm like, I need a crystal for this and a crystal for this and a crystal for this. Oh, please. I would be putting them in my bra and walking around, you know, town with the crystals if they help. Lumpy and everybody's like, what's wrong with your breath? (laughs) (laughs) You look a little large, Kathy. What's going on in there? Leave me alone. They're my crystals. Mm. Yep. Uh, I remember telling my brother, I have a brother eight years older and I have an identical twin sister. Really? Oh, that's so fascinating. So I told, called my brother and said, I'm pregnant with Casey. And he's like, uh, the wrong sisters having the kids first. Cause I was (laughs) so not maternal. And you're like, gee, thanks, you big jerk. Thanks. Who asked you for your opinion? Yeah, right. Like, what are you thinking? Hello, you were you're right in the dysfunctional family I'm in, you know. But um, I did about five years ago. I wrote a book. I took my journal. You've spoken about journaling and all, and I self-published a book called Maternally Challenged. Um, on Amazon. It's a very light read. It's um, only 130 pages. So you could read it very, it's just, um, you know, all my stuff. I wrote down stuff. Some of the stuff you're going to read and be like, oh my God. <laughs> right. I have that same thing. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to read this entry <laughs> out loud. Maybe I should rip these pages out and burn them. <laughs> right. Well, when I was publishing, I'm like, Casey, I want you to read this and see if you're okay with, you know, because it was about him and it was about Christian. And he was like, yeah, that's good. And he would tell me, Ma, you forgot that when that happened. And when you did this and when you did that, I'm like, oh my God, this kid, what do you tell your therapist when you go? (laughs) Right. You're like, wow, you really throw me under the bus, don't you? Threw me under the bus. So yeah, that's what. And then I started a blog, Unfiltered Kathy. And just, yes. you know, put it all out there, Kim. You have to, right? Yes. No so what else do you do? Because you do, um, Cheldon is the gal that we met through. She has the networking group. So what do you do with Cheldon? Because you do, it's a show, right? It's a show. Um, it's called This Is It Unfiltered. It's, we do it weekly on Wednesdays. I love pop culture. That's what I actually went to college for, journalism. And I always wanted to be an entertainment reporter. Oh my God, you would be an amazing entertainer reporter. 
Well, Mary Hart, do you remember her? You're yes. younger than I am. You do? Yes. yes. I'm, Kathy, I don't think I'm that much younger than you. Yeah, you are. Trust me. Uh, okay. Um, I wanted to be her, Kim. I so yeah. wanted to be her. I knew I couldn't be Barbara Walters. She was too serious. So I thought, you know, Mary Hart. Yeah, you definitely don't have Barbara vibes. So yeah, Sheldon and I do that. Um, And then I have recently appeared, I'm going to be on December 12th on WPIX, has a new lifestyle show called New York Living. And I've done um, some segments for them. So December 12th is going to be a five gift rule. Have you heard of that? No. The five gift rule. Oh, I'm going to tell you guys, give you a little. uh, Yes, do tell. I will tell you. You don't know? No. I thought you would know this. This Maybe I do, and I just don't know it. You probably don't know. This has been around forever for like Christmas or Hanukkah. Um, Five gift rule. Kids get five gifts. The first gift is a want. The second gift is a need. The third gift is a wear. The fourth gift is a read. And the fifth gift is entertainment or an experience like my girlfriend one February her family went for four days and did Habitat for Humanity oh that's so nice another friend it could be like you could spend and go something enjoyable like Broadway show or you could do like a charity thing a soup kitchen yeah or yeah, do something like that. Mm-hmm. The five gifts. I so I'm gonna cl- so I'm recording in my closet right now. I'm gonna close the closet door because I'm gonna give you a little insight on how I do things that you're gonna think <laughs> you're crazy. I will not think you're creepy, Kim. Not at all. But I have listening ears, and I still have a child that believes. So my 13 year old just fessed up that she no longer believes. Oh. And I. I knew it was coming because last year in October, she yeah. lost her last tooth. And she wrote my husband and me a note that said, um, please no money or notes from the tooth fairy. And I thought I was going to puke. I was like, what? It is sad. What it is, is oh, this? No. <laughs> I thought I was going to have heart palpitations and like kill over and die. So I like, I had to come to terms and mourn that. Mourn it. So and my younger is Casey. And so oh, you have the case yeah. too. She's C A S I E though, because her middle name is James. And okay. so I needed it to be spelled girly. So that way the teacher me was like, so that way she doesn't show up to her first day of school and get the race car name tag because she's a right. girl. And if we do C A S E Y and her middle name is yes. James, the teacher's gonna think she's a boy. So well, Casey was gonna be Casey as a girl, and I was gonna spell it like you did. Casey Elizabeth. He was gonna- oh, I love it not need okay so yeah. go ahead so. so so my little Casey she still believes thank God because oh I can't handle two I just can't handle that yet I'm not ready not ready which I know Wait, it's coming. Tim, you'll be sobbing <laughs> I, I know but then at the same time I'm like well it makes this shit easier because right now we're still dealing with elves yes. coming to visit the elf on the shelf and oh, I'm like I could elf. kill my aunt for gifting that to Lily so we have two so Lily got her elf twinkly star for Christmas or no, for her birthday from my aunt when she turned four. Well, then he was old enough to understand. And she was like, well, where's my elf? elf. So then Minty came. So we have two elves. Oh, Kim, how are you not? I would forget. Well, we have. If they were little. We have. 
So then my husband will write a note explaining that it was too windy at the North Pole or it was snowing too hard and they weren't able to go home. And so they had to just stay where they were. They were drunk. <laughs> right. I'm like, geez, low. We, and then, so then they, now they ask questions. So that when they're little, they used to write notes to them. How old are you? What's your middle name? Do right. you go to school? What do you <laughs> learn at school? All these things. And I'm like, oh my God, now I have to remember from year to year. Right. So, what you said that year. Yeah. Right. Get it. I'd be done. Right. I'd be done. So I, in years past, and I still will do it. I used to, so growing up, so let me explain why I do this insanity. So when I was six, my parents divorced when I was really young. Okay. And so when I was six, I could read and my dad didn't think being single dad for the first year of Christmas that I could read. And so he wrote to Kim from Santa on all the gifts. Okay. I opened up all the gifts and I, in my head was reading all the tags and I got to the very end and there was nothing that said to Kim from dad. And I started to ball hysterically and he was like, WTF deer in headlights did had no, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. Didn't see coming. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you, you don't love me because you, you, you didn't give me any Christmas presents. Like Ugly face sobbing. I still did my yesterday with our 1980s burlap brown couch. Right. <laughs> Everybody had that couch growing yes. up. Let's face it, it hit a lot. Right. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. And he was like, so he told me, he was like, who do you think bought all these? Who do you think got you all this stuff? And I was like, so he had to tell yeah. you. So not being able to think fast on his feet the beans. So I was like, my kids, they're going to get past six years old. They're going to believe believe in Santa and having two kids. So I make a spreadsheet and I do Lily's side and Casey's side. And I do a gift from mom and dad, mom and dad, Santa. So it is even Steven stacks of the thing. I am mindful about gift sizes, types, like you're good thing. And now that I am wrangling 21 three-year-olds every day, it's my husband's responsibility to manage the spreadsheet. So, um, we'll you know what how- that sounds like? <laughs> it sounds like, like a, a romance position, right? The spreadsheet. The spreadsheet. <laughs> He's managing the spreadsheet. <laughs> You're that glamorous and that sexy. So yes, I, all that talking, my God, that five gift rule sounds amazing. Oh my God. And you know what? It's, I don't know. I think I said to my husband, I mean, they're men and my son, Christian has his girlfriend, Libby. So I just said to them, you know what, guys, I'm sick of buying you underwear and socks. Yes. You can buy even in the stocking stuff, you know, that's yes. why I'm not, how many, sweatshirts can you buy you know like sneaker you know get to the point where mm, they don't need it they have job well not Casey but Christian has a job he makes more money than I'll ever make in my life you know like he should be buying me a big gift right he should do the 10 gift rule exactly a 10 gift rule send me to you know a spa for the day but yeah I saw this and I was like you know what I'm doing that this year yeah. yeah. And they're going to make, I don't know 
what they're entertaining. That's what's gonna, mm -hmm. I'm curious about. Casey won't tell me what he put down for his experience or entertainment. Yeah, so that's a struggle because on winter break, yeah. I feel like there's nothing going on out there. Um, for winter break, we try to do a show, a play, an experience. Yes. Ice skating. Yes. And um, so in years past when the girls were little, we did um Disney the escapade, like the Disney yes. on ice shows, yep. but now they're too old for those. Right. Um, one year up at the Wells Fargo Center, there was a Cirque de Chalet, Cirque de Soleil ice skating right. show. Right. That was incredible. Nothing this year. Um, oh, and then to boot. Casey's birthday is November 29th and Lily's is December 14th. So I have oh, two birthdays and Christmas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then in years past, there was this really cool show at, um, I think it was the Playhouse mm -hmm. up in, in Wilmington. Right. And um, it was a, like a Cirque themed show. And there was also one that was, a, he was a bubble performer. A what? bubbles oh, where they do the big and they form things with the yes bubbles, right and he I, did it to music yes, and i heard that that's phenomenal was yes. it good yeah it was amazing but this the circus the christmas themed circ show that's at the playhouse or dupont theater one of those theater places in wilmington right 90 dollars a ticket for the balcony 110 oh. to 120 to be down on the like the main floor i was like i am not spending no, no, that no, money because no, 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 a we've no. seen the show already and b that's no. absolutely insane insane well do you know about this i'm all about deals and all um there is a website called travelzoo.com oh really this every wednesday they come out with like deals like for shows or you could go a night overnight in a hotel or um like, have you ever rocking horse in? No, I think it's in Pennsylvania. They had that up there and it's decorated like Christmas all the way to March. Like you don't have to do the trips like right away. You could schedule yeah. something, even sleigh riding. You find a great popular place to go sleigh riding. If it snows, yeah. right? Like it can be as simple as that. You don't yes. need some of the experiences you don't even have to pay any money for right yeah you got yeah it. and so i the simplicity piece is amazing because that's even though i'm so sad that lily is at that age i know it is this, it is it is heartbreaking kim you never but at the same break. time i'm kind of like whoo yes. because then it's you know it's less pressure soon i won't have to do a spreadsheet and the five yep. gift rule will be so much easier and they'll want bigger things instead of like eight thousand small things but that was right. the one thing that i really struggled with as when my girls were little and i still do sometimes is the simplicity i can't tell you how complicated i made things for myself mm -hmm. yes. all the time and with after school activities and yep. homework and school projects and all of these things it was insane. I did the exact same thing because I always try to, especially with Christian, because I was, I lived Philly when he was little. Like I always felt like I had over, had to overcompensate. Is that the word? Yes. Or to make everything like perfect. And the Christmas decorations had to look perfect. Halloween, their costumes, everything. And I am so not that person. I'm a hot mess, Kim. <laughs> 
Are you? I don't see that, Kathy. Kim, I am such a hot mess. They, you ask my kids to this day, what did you think? My sister, you say, what do you think of your mother? Like when they were young, they'd be like, oh, she's nuts. That is hysterical. (laughs) They wouldn't say, oh, she's kind or, you know, I love her hugs or no. Oh, she's nuts. It's funny because my girls say that I'm crazy. And they always say that everyone thinks I'm crazy. Even at work today, I don't. Oh, I know there was a little girl getting her backpack on for aftercare and she was showing me her book and I was talking to her and they're like, I think she thinks you're crazy. I was like, well, it wasn't the first person. It won't be the last person. People of all ages think I'm nuts. So Kathy, that's why we match so well together. There's a line out the door that thinks I'm nuts, but yeah, and they don't. And the funny thing is to this day, Kim, I'll ask them, do you remember me when I would do all the day? And they're like, no, I'm like, wait, what? I like, refresh your memory. Yeah. Had anxiety out the wazoo for everything to be perfect. And you don't remember it. Yeah. You're like, come sit down. Let's look at pictures because I'm going to show you and you're going to remember if it's the last thing I do. I mean, forget Christmas cards, Kim. When it was time to do Christmas cards, they used to lay on the floor. And I swear, I think at one time I lost $500 because I was begging them. I'll pay you $100, stand up and shut up. Pay you $100 to stand up and shut up. I mean, I stopped doing Christmas cards when they were when Casey was 12, because they wouldn't even sit for a picture. Wow. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? That is hysterical. There was a year I can remember when my girls were little and Lily, my older, she wanted to sit on the stool at JCPenney's for the family photo, but I had to be the one to sit on the stool because so then they went behind you next to you. So she was going to sit like Pete was going to hold her and Casey was going to sit on my lap. And she was adamant that she sit on that damn stool. And looking back, I should have said to the lady, sit her on the stool, take her picture. Then it's and my then turn to get on the stool. Yes. But at that point I was like, no, I am on the stool. You are not get over it. Life is moving on. We are doing this picture. By the time it was all said and done, I can remember I was sweating. I was oh, miserable. Yeah. I was pissed off and I was ready to just rip everyone's yep. heads off. Yep. It was she looked miserable in the little pictures and we sent that out on our Christmas card. I was like, I just paid dollars at JCPenney's. We are using this picture. I don't portrait. care. The portrait studio. And you know what I used to, I don't know about when um, you hear moms, but uh, I would hear, oh yes, my kids were fabulous. Their Christmas yes. cards would look perfect. And I would be like, yeah. Okay. Lies. Sure. Lies, lies, liar, pants on fire. I mean, I right. would be like, yeah. Okay. It was three hours to take that picture. Why don't you just confess that that happened? But I know one year we sent out where (laughs) they, I was like, I'm sending this out. They were punching each other. Oh, I love it. I love it. My husband was rolling his eyeballs and I was (laughs) smiling. (laughs) Oh my God. They probably thought, oh, this family, my mother calls me. She's like, Kathleen what kind of Christmas card is this? <laughs> you knew mom was calling you by your given name, your full Kathleen, name. What kind of Christmas card is this? Reality. 
right? <laughs> You're like, this is how we all really feel about the Christmas yeah. season. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. It's a very, don't you find it's a very, we put so much pressure on ourselves. Yes. For everything. I have it this year. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I put up the Christmas tree. It's not that big of a Christmas tree anymore. A few things out outside decorating. and that's it. I'm yeah. having paper plates on Christmas day. Yes. Like in Christmas Eve, I'm not even doing, I decided. Yeah. We, um, we did that two years ago for Thanksgiving because we were hosting and it was like mm-hmm. right at COVID and we sat outside in the garage yeah. and all this nonsense. And I found paper plates. They were a little expensive, but they were compostable so yeah. that they would, you know, not yeah. sit in the landfill and they yeah. were a big thick plates. So you actually could like have Ooh, a on them. Oh, I need to look for them. Yeah. I found them on Amazon and okay. even, um, biodegradable, compostable utensils too. Yeah. So um, I can scroll back and see if I find it and then I'll send you the link. But yeah, I just, same. I was like, you know what? Who cares? No one's going to see like the dishes that we're eating off of. It's about being together and spending time together. And it just makes it so where you don't want to laugh. Oh, yes. You just want to cry. You forget about what the holiday holidays are really meant, like families to be together and not what the centerpiece on the freaking table was. Yes. Like they're not going to remember that. Yes. Like I think back now, like, all, like you said, all the work and my boys are like, maybe it's because they're boys. Yeah. They're girls, so hopefully they'll remember all of that. But, you know, I probably should have had a girl and I did well, I'll tell you, my girls like to really sock it to me. So they do remember a lot, See, but they like it. to tell me my shortcomings. Oh, oh, well, why did you like, why are you taking pictures of that? Yeah. You take two. Why are, are you wearing that? Right. Well, why did you say that? Well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, I'm taking pictures so that you have memories and you'll thank me when you're an adult one exactly. day. But I want to look back on this moment and you have pictures to do it. So you're going to smile and take this. There'll be mothers. Well, Kim, recently I had a wedding to go to and I ordered, I'm not lying to you either, 25 dresses. Are you serious? Some from Lulu's, some from Amazon. Okay. So it's just my husband and my older son, Casey, here. So I would say, okay, I'm going to try on a dress and come down the stairs. I would come down the stairs and their faces alone, Kim, would be like, like no response. I'm like, what do I look like? And you're like anything stuff sauce anything. And my favorite dress did not fit that I tried. And I'm like, I'm zipping it up. I got it up. Kim, I couldn't get out of it. My oh, husband no. had to cut me out. Of it. No, I was like, God damn it. I thought this one was going to be it. But imagine parading. They just look at me and they're like, oh, no. Yeah. That's how, well, what do you want us to say? That was what they would say to me. It's awful. The boys, yeah. you're lucky you have the girls. You are. I don't know. Cause they're brutally honest, especially the older. Whew, sometimes I'm like, okay, you could have kept that one to yourself. Oh, what is it? Um, think it, don't say it. Yes. And <laughs> more often than not, she says it and should yeah. say it. So I'm just like, wow. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Don't yeah. say it. But yeah, all these dress and I sent everyone back. One came the day before it was fine and I wore it. But I'm like, you know what? Why do I even bother asking them? 
Yeah. I'm not even gonna anymore. I'm like, you men are. Yeah. And your daughter's name is Lily. Yes. My favorite girl's name is Lily and Daisy. Oh, (laughs) everybody (laughs) says Daisy. You're like, why do you like Lily? I would have had a Lily if I had a second girl. Actually not named after the flowers. So she's she's not, she's she's L-I-L-L-Y. L-I-L-L-Y. Yeah. The flower is only, it's L-I-L-Y. No. Oh, so she's more like um, Lily Pulitzer. Yes. I was like you spelled it. Yeah. I didn't even know the difference. See, Mm -hmm. you're very smart, Kim. Oh, only because it was in the baby name book. Oh, it was. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you look. You got the name. Yeah. So it was so many. Very few. There were very few names that my husband and I could agree on. So I, of course, I go through the baby name book, like literally A to Z, and I'm writing down all the names that I like, all of them. And I had a list of like, let's just say 30. He was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. So the only two out of the list of 30 that we could agree on was Lily and Molly. Uh, Molly was my dog that passed away a couple of years Aww. ago. We loved her too. I yeah. love that name too. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the only two names that we could agree on. And so then once we found out that we were having girls, like, okay, you need, before we even met her, I was like, we need to pick a name. Is it going to be yeah. Lily or is it going to be Molly? And right. he was like, um, let's, Lily. let's go Lily. So that's how it came to be. It was the only name that we could agree on. That's good. And how'd you get Casey? So my dad and my stepmom, um, when they were having their boys, um, they said if it was a girl, she was going to be Casey Elizabeth, oh. uh, Elizabeth for my stepmom's aunt right. Betty. And okay. um, they just liked the name Casey, but she was, they were going to spell it C-A-S-E-Y, like the traditional, because right. my dad was very right. vanilla. So we call him Vanilla Days. Okay. And, <laughs> so plain. and so, um, so we were just chatting about names you know, second baby, what's the name? And I was like, well, whatever it is, the middle name has to be James because um, that's for my grandfather. Pete's middle name is James. My father-in-law's name is James. So I'm like, it has to be like girl or boy. She's going to be James for the middle name. And then, um, so they were like, oh yeah, we were going to pick Casey Elizabeth, blah, blah, blah. And then Pete and I like, oh, we kind of actually like that because the only name that we could still agree on was Molly. Right. (laughs) That was it. Nothing had changed in three years about names. So we agreed on Casey James and at first he did not like the way that I wanted to spell it. And then I had like a raging fit. I was like, look, I'm giving birth this kid. I'm the one doing all the work to bring her into this world. Why is it that you get the final say like that happening? I am getting the final say. Good for you, Kim. Obviously you get the final say. We get it. Yeah. We get the final say men when we're giving birth. We really get to pick the name. Yes. <laughs> Especially because both of my girls were big babies. Oh, they were. So, yeah. so Casey, yeah. Lily was eight, seven and Casey oh. was nine, six. Oh my God, Kim. Yeah. Casey, Those are big babies, big babies. Your poor Vijay Kim. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a separated with Donald Wall. After Casey, I had an inguinal hernia. Oh so my God. Tummy tuck yeah. and then hernia repair. So tummy tuck was August of 2013 and then hernia was March of 2015. Oh my God. I need a yeah. tummy tuck. I it's would... a long recovery. I know everybody says that. But you know oh, what, Kathy? I mean, it is so worth it. It is. I know and people say it. 
Yep. And if you want the name of a good doctor, I will give you mine. Cause he did my tummy and he did my breasts. I need a whole, whole, I wish you could go into a machine and just say, okay, fix this, fix this, fix this. And like walk out within an hour and just have yes. every part that you wanted a flat stomach. I mean, yep. I don't think I ever had a flat stomach though, Kim. Yeah. Mine was never perfectly flat. Even young as a teenager, I, yeah. I just like to eat too much. I eat yeah. a lot. I see girls in their stomach is literally flat. Mine was never, ever like that. Nope. Nope. So always ate and drank. I like my vodka drink and I love a big plate of pasta. Not going to lie. Yeah. So so I will say though, the tummy tuck, cause it was awful afterwards. Like after like having the, like before the tummy tuck and having the separate people just don't know that you should not ask if, when you are expecting. No. Uh, wait, what? Yeah. People were asking me, Oh my God, when are you due? Cause when you have a separate abdominal wall, you often still look like you're pregnant. So oh, I look like yeah, I have a baby bump. Oh, so people were like, when are you due? Uh-huh. You never ask yeah. somebody that. Yeah. You wait so and say it. Ripped right. into the cashier at ShopRite one day. She was like, Oh, when are you due? I was like, I'm not, I have a separate abdominal wall. And <laughs> Uh and she was like oh me too but 30 years later I never got mine fixed I was like well I'm getting mine fixed and the next (laughs) time you see me my stomach's gonna be flat and yours isn't she just like didn't know what to do I was like "Hmm, (laughs) that lady rudeness (laughs) that poor girl probably went home and said oh my god yeah I had a crazy lady today on my line checking out yes I would have said, oh, I'm pregnant with twins. People are just like unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah. I, I have never asked anybody that. Oh, because God, no. You got to wait till they say it. Then right. you say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. never know what somebody's going through or has like you or right. whatever you don't. Yeah, people are just sometimes like when Casey was little, he was he two years old he was but he he was very very little like for his age so well, he was a preemie he wasn't a preemie this oh, is no. one my special oh, christian is your preemie yeah christian's the preemie so we're in ruby tuesdays on there forget it the restaurant and we're walking to the table and this um couple go oh my god how cute is he um how old is he and i said two and they're like Oh, my sister looks at them and goes, he's a dwarf. And we kept walking. And they I like, love it. They like shut up. And I'm like, Kelly, why would you say that? She goes, Kathy, people are stupid. You don't say that. Like their, their expression on their face was one of like disgust or something. Yeah. She goes, now they can have something to talk about. <laughs> right. I love it. Plain, straight face. He's a dwarf. And we just kept walking. I was like, oh my God. But people are ignorant. They are. Yeah. They're mean and ignorant. Yes. That's why if you have nothing nice to say, Kim, you don't say anything at all, right? That's right. And so I I tell I say that about eight thousand times a day because I can't tell you. What's in your brain? You're like, oh I know. Uh-huh. Things that yeah. come in my head. I'm like, mm, no, don't say it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> right. But 
you know, we can laugh now about yes. people saying, you know, oh, when are you due? And me being a complete not nice person, I should have never reacted to her that way. But also to, you know, to the people asking about how old your son is, we laugh now, but in the moment we don't laugh, you know, we take it personally, it upsets mm-hmm. us. So Kathy, I know you had some rough days with a preemie I and mean, a yeah. son who is special needs. Yeah. How did you find the ability to laugh in the struggle? I think it's was my upbringing, Kim. My mom and dad were very funny. They were great together. And they always said laughing is better than crying. And my dad used to say, Kath, this life is like a card game. It's not about the hand you get. It's how you deal with it. I love it. Handle that. You know, and don't go. We, I never, I was never, woe is me. I used to, uh-huh. I mean, there were moments I remember I would go in the bathroom. My husband would be like, okay, you got 10 minutes. Yeah. And that was it. And cause somebody else always has it worse, Kim. Like yes. I went to the hospital right when I would need to mentally for myself because I'd be there and people had worse things on their plate than I did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I it was my upbringing. It was my parents and my family just reiterating laugh. You just got to laugh at life. Yeah. See, and mine is different. I s- still have to get on my mom because my mom can be a very much a negative Nelly. Oh, okay. My mom's upbringing was really, really bad. So mm-hmm. there wasn't anyone there telling her to laugh about it. And what she went through as a kid, there was no like finding laughter was probably very hard for her. Aww. So, and then my dad is the type of person where like, when the shit hits the fan, like we don't ask for, like, we didn't have faith. We didn't ask for like a higher power to help get us through. It was like, you put your head down and you barreled through and there was no like humor in it. So now even as an adult, it still sometimes takes a lot to make me laugh out loud. So if something makes me laugh out loud, my husband's like, wow, that's really wow. funny because you are laughing your ass off. I'm like, oh, I guess I am, aren't I? Cause I can fall into the trap of being a very serious person. So how did you make yourself laugh? Like, I guess it just maybe comes natural to you because you had that growing up. I think it came natural, Kim, because I had that growing up. Like my dad was out of work for three years when my sister and I were in high school. And my mom would be like, okay, we're having hot dogs today, but tomorrow we might have, you know, cereal. Like she would make like light of it. And that's what it was. And I just promised myself that because I could have gone to a dark place very mm-hmm. easily because you could definitely get that. What was me? Like, what the hell did I do? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't about me. It was about him, you know, yeah. and I would rather laugh than cry. I did. Yeah. I knew that, but I did have to make that conscious decision. And there were times where I would laugh Kim at stuff. Like I'd be to my friends. Oh, okay. Scott, we got to go back to the hospital again. The food is good there though. And I, and they'd look at me weird, like, so if you're laughing at certain adversity, some people think you're a wackadoodle for doing that. <laughs> yes, they're probably like, wow, I think maybe we need an intervention for Kathy because I think she's going to lose her mind. <laughs> what is she drinking? Like, uh, and how yeah. much? Right. And how much should we be concerned that she's laughing, that she's yeah. going back to the hospital? But I don't know. That's how I coped. Yeah. How I did it. My husband was the exact same way. Really? We never, mm-hmm. 
we never batted an eyelash. Like every time we took them to a different doctor and they told us something different, we were like, okay, check it off, check, check. We're going to another doctor. Okay. Wow. I just think that's so admirable because I can tell you, I can get stuck in that woe is me card very quickly, very easily. And I can stay there for a long time. Maybe not so much now because I'm a life coach and I know how, like, right. I know why you get stuck in the woe is me. Right. Like back in the day, I right. was the woe is me queen. And sometimes now my husband will be like, um, can I coach you? And I'm like, no, because no. you are not the life coach. I do right. not need you coaching me. He's like, well, I think maybe you kind of do because you're forgetting what you teach your clients. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No one asked yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. I mean, there's times like my younger son just called before we had a little, you know, a little argument on the telephone. I mean, there are times I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but I mean, I laugh at funerals, Kim. So that should tell you something. I, you know what? I try to as well, because it's people think it's strange that (laughs) I laugh at funerals and I laugh when people fall, which is terrible, which is especially when it's my kids. Oh my Oh my God. I'm the worst. I'm like trying to, I'm like, Oh my God, are you okay? Like, Oh, did you hear it? I know. And it's not just me. I'm normal. We're normal. Kathy. I don't know about that. No one has ever called me normal. (laughs) I don't know if you know there is a word for me. I have no idea. Normal probably is not one of them. I can tell you that. Well, today, today it is Kathy. Today it is. It is. I guess I'll take it, Kim, but I don't know. I would not put me myself in the normal category. Whackadoodle comes to mind. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No. I think you're so fun. You're no. so <laughs> not one. What a girl. I would say I'm a girl that flies by the seat of her pants. Hey, life's an adventure, right? Uh, you could say that again. That's what my yeah. husband says. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess that's kind of what you had to learn to adapt with because you didn't know, always know what was next, especially with doctor's appointments and hospital stays and things like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like perhaps if you got too stuck in certain ways, then it would make it that much more difficult to adjust to the unexpected. And I think the laughing you asked before, I, oh, I don't know if you had, I always had I would do a bucket list and I had these goals, career goals that I, I graduate, I'm going to get here. I'm going to get here and I'm going to get here. And I didn't get to any of them. And I felt like if I was serious, I would go to that place and really feel really bad that I never got to them. Mm -hmm. I stayed on this side of the track, so to speak, because I had like I wanted to be the big career girl, you know, all and nothing came to fruition with that because I had, to, you know, a child with needs mm-hmm. and he had to come first. So I yeah. think that that I made a conscious effort to laugh, to keep yeah. laughing because I could have turned into a really resentful girl, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It happens more easily than we realize. Oh, absolutely. One switch and, you know. Yes. Easily. Yes. I think for sure. The laughter. Yes. Stay sane. Yeah. 
And so I think that's like the biggest thing is just to make the conscious effort, like Mm -hmm. recognize when you're not feeling like you're in a place of wanting to laugh. And then when you feel like you're in a place of like, maybe wanting to strangle someone until their eyes pop Mm -hmm. out or like go on a complete, like crazy lunatic rampage of yelling and screaming or whatever the case may be. Um, But instead, you know, realize in that moment, like, okay, this is not working. So let me find the humor in this. Let me figure out a way to make myself laugh or smile because that in that instance, that can shift the stress and the craziness of the situation into something that doesn't feel so heavy and so impossible. You put, you turn on a comedy. That's another trick. My mother said, always put on a comedy when you're feeling down, put on a comedy. You don't have to let, but just, it can totally turn your mindset around. So I watched a lot. That's all I watch is comedies. Yeah. Like there's drama enough, like the SVU I watch occasionally, but it's comedies I watch. Yes. Same. My husband tries to watch like more serious movies. I'm like, no, I don't want to cry. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to feel angry. Like I want to laugh. So we're watching, we're watching a comedy. So I'm like, you can watch those things while you're riding on the exercise bike or whatever it is that you're doing. But like, that's not what I, that's not how we're going to choose to watch or spend our time. So same. You like physically, there's, I think like science or something that supports this. Like you can't stay angry or mad or sad when you're smiling. Absolutely. I believe that wholeheartedly. And, you know, it just takes you out of that. Like I said before, the mindset, it totally can turn you in the other direction. Yeah. Watching the comedies and, you know, watching people make fools out of themselves. And I just think, nope. I can't do it, but I'll watch you. Exactly. I'll definitely watch you. I mean, I love them. They're, you know. Um, Do you know who the comedian Joe Coy is? Yeah, I I love him. him. Love him. He's got a new Netflix special. Yes, I want to watch it. Because when I did WPIX, he was the guest before me. Shut the front door. Shut the front door fabulous human being he shook his hand hi you know and he went out with chelsea handler i know they broke up though they did they were a cute couple yes yes i don't know why they broke up i think just their careers i think she's doing her thing he's doing his thing and it just the timing wasn't right i see them getting back together i mean he yes even the little shtick he did on you know pix 11 it was fabulous i mean he's he's cute too yes very laid back yes um and he's got a great story yes have you read his book no i haven't but i read it okay i'm gonna it's called i'm gonna ask for christmas there's your read gift rule there's my read yes it's amazing um i just have a slight obsession with joe coy Thanks to my, my husband's the one who was like, Hey, we got to watch this comedian. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot. Like I said, it takes a lot to make me laugh out loud. I laughed so hard. I thought I was going to pee myself. I literally could not breathe. And so we watched all of his specials and we saw his movie Easter Sunday. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you about. Cause I want to binge watch it. Um, Christmas like week after all that. Is it funny? Um, he's a decent actor, but he's much better with stand up. Okay. So he did a really good job. Okay. Um, but he's much better with stand-up. But the story is funny itself. The movie, yes. right? Yes. yes. Okay. And there okay. are a lot of great actors in the yes. movie. Um, okay. 
So, but we saw him in Hershey PA in February. That was my, one of my Christmas presents. So Pete got me the Joe Coy book. So that's your, that was your experience. Yes. Put the tickets to the show in the book. And, um, so went to the show. He was not paying attention to the time he went on for almost three hours. Oh, and for a comic that is like an athlete. That's very, very hard mentally to do. Yes. He was trying new material. And so he was just going. So some of the jokes that he told in Hershey are actually on the Netflix special, his new one. And so at the end, I was like, um, the two comics that he had open for him were really good too. And so um, the one comic, so there was um, King Batch. He's a young black comedian from Canada. He's really funny, but his Humor is more like early 20 something funny. Okay. So it was a little hard to relate to him. And then um Joey Gia is who opened second. He's funny as all get out. And okay. then Joe Coy came on. So Joe Coy was like almost three hours alone. And then Joey Gia and King Batch were like 45 minutes. It was long. And we live an hour and 45 minutes from Hershey Park. So we literally were driving home in the middle oh of the night from God. seeing him. Um, but he came and did autographs. I got, I got, I was like, sign my book. I, and his son was there, which I think is super sweet. And I wanted the son to sign the book, but I was like, that might be a little bit stalkerish. Right. So let me like take it back a little bit. Cause the son right. is barely 18. Right. But I was well, like, rich kid. he's signing my book. And right. my husband was like, um, he's not coming back out. I'm like, no, he's signing books. He's selling them in the lobby. He's oh, then he's signing them. Yeah. And my husband was like, him, he's not. And I was like, looking, I was like, here he comes. And I ran Bolted, for him. Boom. And so, um, so I got Joey Aguilla to sign it. I got the DJ to sign it. And then Joey Aguilla was super sweet. And he actually took my book to Joe Coy and had okay, Joe Coy perfect. sign it for me. Perfect. So it's like, I got everyone except King Bash never came back out. Cause I wanted him to sign it too. Yeah. But you got so. the mean one. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, you got it. The comic. Yeah. You would go to the ends of the earth for them. Yeah. The political people, not so much the comics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're looking to watch it, his new special, I will get his book. Yes. It'll be my read gift and I will watch his special over yes. Christmas. Absolutely. Yes. And you're going to have to let me know what you think. Oh, I will. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So Kathy, we're going to wrap it up because I could talk to you for early hours. We'll have to get together and do coffee because we don't far from each other. No, we don't. Or lunch. Maybe we'll plan something when I'm on winter break. Oh yeah. Food. I'm always in for food, Kim. (laughs) I'm like, when is Cheldon going to promo a new restaurant? I know. Let's go. Let's go. I hope I get the invite. You will. I'll invite you. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I will. (laughs) Because I've been kind of uh, remiss from me like, too working yeah. stuff. I haven't me done too. much with screamers because I just haven't had yeah, this me either stuff. me either just with the show on Wednesday I haven't like gone to the live stuff you know yeah the meetings she has and all I haven't either so yeah I'll get there you'll get there yeah so Kathy it's been amazing pleasure Kim I feel like you have to come back on and talk more more specifically about your motherhood journey I will wholeheartedly. Awesome. So 
Um, so if you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend because the more the merrier, everybody should know Kathy. She's a trip. She's a doll. And if you found this episode to be amazing, please feel free to leave a review because I take the time to read all the reviews to ensure that this podcast continues to be a resource, a place of support and guidance, because let's face it, us ladies, we got to stick together. So Mm -hmm. thanks for so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week. Bye.